Well, hello and welcome to Straight Talk About Money with me, your host, Coach Chris. Have you ever uttered these words? I wish I'd learned about money in school. Well, if so, this podcast is for you. I want to take the mystery out of your money world so you can take back control of your money and stop living from pay to pay. I want to be able to talk simply and plainly about all things money. So if you have questions, and I know you do, then send them in to me at podcast at coachchris.com.au. And let's take the mystery out of money so that you can save, give, take a trip, buy your own home, retire, become a millionaire, whatever it is you want to do with your money, I want to help you. So join me and start your journey towards a strong financial future today. Welcome back everyone. Good to have you back listening and today's podcast has actually come about because of something that I read recently. Um, It's a quote from a lady called Lisa Bevere and she said, perhaps the greatest poverty is when we fail to realize what we have. Her comment came about because she had been delivering some much needed package of food and clothing, household items to a mother who was very much in need. But when she went into the home, which I think was actually a caravan, um, she was uh, a little bit disturbed by the fact that there were clothes strewn across the floor, not taken care of. And there were checks on the dresser that were from um, a uh, charity that had not been cashed. And, you know, she came away from that feeling a little bit, um, not anxious, anxious wouldn't be the word, but it was very thought provoking for her. And then that's when, that's when the quote came out. She said, perhaps the greatest poverty is when we fail to realize what we have. And I found that very thought provoking. There has been many times, um, in my life when I, especially as a stay-at-home mum with five children, um, and we were just living on one income, that I wanted to be able to give my family, my children experiences, but I did not have the money to do so. And just recently, I would say as recently as um, probably the end of last year, I started to ponder the thought of I have everything that I need I think it came out of COVID I think COVID was a very interesting time and I live in Adelaide so we haven't really struggled with isolation or um, house isolation for a long time we we actually were able to get on top of it quite quickly so I really uh, feel for those people that have been locked down for a very long time But um, I remember it came out of that because I was thinking, okay, well, I'm at home. I work from home um, and my husband also works from home. And um, we and just looking around the place and wanting to do things, the things that we needed. If we were not able to go out, have we got everything that we need? And I started to really ponder this. And I I came to the conclusion that probably, yes, I've got everything that I really need. Obviously, I don't grow all my own food, so I have to go to the shop 
for that. So it was just really, I was really thinking about besides basic necessities of electricity, although I can light a candle, um, but electricity and food, um, basically I have everything that I need. And it was very interesting because that then evoked, uh, that, that sort of started me thinking, instead of me racing off to the shop to buy something when I found a need for something, I started to really look around my home. <clears throat> Excuse me, I've heard many people um, say that instead of, you know, there's so much landfill, there's so much waste around the place. So instead of going to buy new, why don't we simply shop in our houses first? And so it was that type of theme and I started to do that. So when I read um, this uh, phrase from Lisa Bavia, perhaps the greatest poverty is when we fail to realise what we have, that then reminded me of that time. And I began to look again at um, how I was using what I had. And the thought crossed my mind of, do we have enough? And I think really we can separate this into four areas. So when it comes to things like our self-image or how we present ourselves, do we have enough? When it comes to children, family and wanting to give them things, and oftentimes what comes up is I want to give my children what I did not have. The question is, do we have enough? Or our homes making them lovely, a, a safe place, a really homely haven. Do we have enough? At life experiences, do we want to travel, relaxation, play? Do we have enough? And when I looked at this, this thought of failing to realise what we have, they all sort of collided together and I thought, wow, this is quite an interesting thought. So I'm going to quickly go through those four um for objects of do we have enough and um, are we using wisely what we've got what we've got are we realizing exactly what we do have and the assumption will come across that you've already worked out that you have got um, you've managed your money well and that you have done your budgeting and you realize what money you do have and that you do have something spare or you don't have something spare you know, but you do realise the exact financial position that you are in. Okay, so let's start with self-image. All of us want to look nice. We want to uh, present ourselves well. Not many people go out of the house with unbrushed hair or teeth not cleaned or not smelling nice or nicely uh, washed clothing. We don't usually do that. Um, so, the first thing we want to address is self-image. And a lot of people think that in order to be presented well, we have to have the latest brands. We have to be in fashion, you know, all of those things. But do we do that at the expense of realizing what we have? Um, and just go looking in our closet. Just go looking in what we already have. How many bottles of half empty bottles of perfume do we have, for instance? You know, how many um, how many sets of clothing do we have? How many shoes do we have in our wardrobes that we actually never wear anymore? Could we actually give some of those things to Goodwill um, or an opportunity shop or something like that so that other people 
can go there and use what is just lying in our closet and purchase it for very little. So things like that. Is it possible to be well-dressed, well-maintained without spending an absolute fortune? Is where we go and have our hair done so expensive because we've always gone there and we've never really thought about it when the lady down the road uh, doing haircuts and hairstyling in her home being a stay-at-home mom and then earning money from home can she do just as good a job things like that I think it's good to look at and I do think it's very very possible to be very well presented by shopping at op shops or by shopping from in your wardrobe or by taking care of your clothes mending them, taking care of them, polishing your shoes. Gosh, nobody does that anymore, but it really does prolong your shoe, especially if your shoes are leather or even spraying with waterproofing spray, things like that. So really taking care of our things and not strewning them around the house or not uh, allowing the washing machine to um, uh, spin them so fast they get so creased or, you know, just really taking care of things. So Gaining knowledge, how do we do laundry? How do we take care of our items? So that we do realize what we have and how we can prolong that so we don't have to shop as much. So that's the first area. The second area is children. Oftentimes I come across people spending a huge amount of money on their children because they want to give them what they never had. And that can be, you know, in some instances over the top, letting your child do every single sport under the sun or every type of music and dance, not only wearies the child to, oh, it's just awful to see that sometimes, but um, on the other hand, it doesn't allow a child to develop their own interests or to spend some time reading or spend some time simply playing. Um, And, you know, just doing things with family that create family ties and family bonds and going on a family picnic Um, is so wonderful. Children remember things that you do with them that don't necessarily cost money. And I think I've given you many examples in the past of what we've done as a family because we didn't have a lot of money when our children were little. Uh, And going on family picnics and having barbecues and having uh, bonfires and things like that that don't cost anything. Maybe the only cost for a a backyard bonfire was buying a packet of marshmallows and then roasting the marshmallows or learning how to create s'mores which the Americans do which my children found very exciting so things like that that becomes an exciting thing or pajama nights so that you eat cereal and you you have your pajamas on while you're eating it the children actually don't know that you haven't got enough money for a meal that night you're having cereal that's probably an extreme but they actually see it as an exciting evening. They tell tell their friends about it the next day and their friends want to come over as well. So it's quite an interesting thing. But when we're talking about children, do they have to have the latest of everything? Do they have to have everything that they ask for or are they realising what they actually have? Sometimes I remember my children used to go uh, looking in cupboards and things uh, for a toy that they hadn't seen for a long time and really enjoy using an older toy or playing with an older toy because they had forgotten about it. And I know there was crazies that happened every now and again where they would suddenly remember, do you remember rollerblades? They would go into the shed and go, oh, my rollerblades. And then they would push back all of the 
stuff in the backyard, the plants and the chairs and everything. And they would have a game of rollerblade hockey in the backyard and had a wonderful time doing that. So there are experiences to be had by just realizing what we actually have. Um, And sometimes, you know, there's a program on TV called Survivor. And I remember my children playing Survivor in the backyard or in their room. I'm not going to leave this room. I'm going to have everything I need in this room or going outside and having everything they need there is quite interesting and gave for a lot of laughs and a lot of, um, can I just (laughs) come inside for whatever? It was quite interesting. But, you know, having those experiences, yes, it requires creativity across the board, absolutely. But it's an interesting exercise. And maybe we could have, you know, like they do dry July or whatever. Maybe we could have something like that where we don't spend for a month. Maybe I should do my 31-day money challenge again. I'll tell you about that at some time. Um, The next one would be our homes. You know, we see a lot of shows on TV about renovating our homes and we always feel like we have to have the best of everything or the latest fashion or it's no longer fashionable to have your home painted this way. You know, it's really interesting, but we can create beautiful areas in our homes. And we need to remember that our homes, are, while we want them to be nicely presented, are not necessarily for the sake of being showpieces for people coming in, but being comfortable and welcoming and a place of restoration and nourishment for ourselves and our families. And we need to make them so. And so I would ask the question, let us realize what we actually have and maybe we need to declutter or maybe we need to repurpose the furniture around the place. Maybe it's been in one place for so long we need to take everything out and say, well, what would I really like this room to look like and then go shopping from rooms around your house? You'll be surprised what you find. It's quite interesting. And you'll realize that maybe if I just made an extra cushion or if I just painted that wall, or if I painted that cupboard, it's a lot less than going out and buying another piece of furniture. So it's a really good idea to realize what we actually have and make the most of it and use it well. And lastly, experiences, travel, relaxation, play, you know, those kinds of things. Often we long to be able to do something, to go out and do something. And we always immediately think of things like going on an overseas holiday, going out for dinner, Um, getting together with friends. But what do we really value from all of those things? Have a good think about it. It's usually things like, I just want to relax. I want to take some time out. I want to spend time with people that I really value and love. And how can you do those things? And then things like picnics come about or having everybody over for a barbecue and everybody brings something or having a board game night. That is a tremendous evening. Everybody has tons of laughs on those evenings and you know it does not cost a lot because usually people bring some snacks to just have a a drink and an eat together while they're having lots of fun so experiences don't need to be huge and expensive let's look at what we have if somebody has a big area to be able to play a game and have lots of people's round let them do the inviting over and everybody else brings something Or or we take it in turns, going to each other's places, you know, whatever. But let it be a great experience. Why not invite several families to go on a family picnic together or a family hike 
together or go hiking. There's some great walks around the place and we can all get fit and healthy. And I know, again, during COVID, lots of families relearnt the art of doing things together. And I absolutely loved seeing people in the, not necessarily in the park, the parks were out of bounds, but seeing people on family walks together, laughing and carrying on, riding bikes together, riding scooters together. It was just really great fun. And I can guarantee you that those children and families will have made memories that they will they will remember for, and cherish for a long, long time. So I really wanted to get you thinking about um, realising what we actually have and realising how we can make it uh, go further, how we can shop less but enjoy more, how we can use more fully what we have and what we've been blessed with and not be so poverty minded when it comes to that. Let us really realize what we have and let's ask ourselves the question, do we have enough? Do I have everything that I need? And I'd love to hear your answers on that. Is that something that you can absolutely say yes or I'm prepared to have a look and prepared to find out about? So I started my podcast today with the quote at the beginning. I'll just tell it you again so you remember. Perhaps the greatest poverty is when we fail to realise what we have. And Lisa Bevere said that. So I hope you enjoyed that. I hope you get some uh, lots of thinking time out of that. And really start to inspect those four areas. Your self-image, your children and family, um, your home and experiences. And let me know what you think. I'd love to hear it. Talk again soon. Oh, 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 oh,